0: all right bradcooney.com always always a pleasure to have in the honorable congressman greg harman greg harper i had a little breath little breath mistake there greg harper congressman greg harper uh mississippi congressman thank you so much for joining us
1: oh good to be with you again brad always enjoy
2: talking to you and going through some of these uh, very important issues and uh, you know, you do a great job, and so we're honored to be on with you again.
0: Well, I appreciate that. We're always honored to have you on board. So let's dive right into this. We'll touch on a couple topics. What you're doing. Um, we, we just talked briefly off the record about your uh, teleconference call and what you did for the for the veteran getting that veteran services. Uh, that's real big, and we'll touch on that a little bit. But I wanted to get off uh, right out of the gate here. We have a huge uh, GOP convention coming up. I believe it's a week from today, or it's a week. We
2: yeah. yeah, July 18th in Cleveland, Ohio.
0: And there it is. So we have Donald Trump as the presumptive nominee, of course. Um, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on what's going to happen on convention night. Can you talk about that a little bit? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I'm excited to get to, to go again. This will be my uh, fifth time to be a delegate. Uh, so I started my first time in Philadelphia in 2000 and then New York in 2004. Minneapolis uh, in oh8 and uh, Tampa in 2012, and this time uh, heading to, to Cleveland. And it's an honor to, to each time to be a delegate.
1: Something I don't don't take lightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to say that mm, there's never been a
2: presidential election more entertaining than this one. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: and, and it is uh, yeah. uh, there's plenty of uh, ammunition to go around as far as uh, attacks that are being made. Uh, look, it's a clear choice. And so uh, at this point, it's either Hillary Clinton or it's Donald Trump. And the last thing this country
1: needs is to elect Hillary Clinton as President of the United States. So it's a
2: no-brainer. And, uh, you know, we'll have, I think, a great crowd that will be there. uh, And it will be tomorrow uh or very soon this week before the convention and i'm hoping tomorrow we're hearing great rumors that mike pence the governor of indiana uh is looking more and more like he's going to be the running mate oh man and i had the privilege of serving my first four years uh with mike pence in the house before he went and ran for governor of indiana uh and and brad you know, when you're trying to figure out where the you know where the water fountains are um mike pence was my bell cow you know he
1: was the one okay did i, I think i voted the way i was supposed to vote on that let me look on the board and see how did mike pence yeah so, yeah, yep, yeah he did
2: that same thing so i'm okay because i knew mike would never run you off uh, off the uh cliff and uh, and so he would be a great person a good uh, stabilizing force for the ticket uh, and he has that experience that donald trump said he wanted somebody who had dc experience and mm-hmm. so i think uh, mike then served 12 years in the house and now he's, he's in his uh, fourth year as governor of indiana uh, and a solid solid person and uh, we were in a Bible study group together when he was up here, and, and I, I think if
1: he's the guy, everybody's going to be really
0: impressed. Now, Governor Pence is the person you actually told me about two years ago when you were on the show, who you thought might run for president, who you were kind of hoping would.
2: Well, um, you know, there are two that I, I really always have been high on. Uh, one was John Casey, governor of Ohio. The mm-hmm. other was Mike Pence, governor of Indiana. Uh, and uh people great leaders they have now He's obviously executive experience by serving as uh, governors and so i think it gives him that political experience that you really have to have uh and uh and you know while i certainly like to listen to chris chris do ingridge uh, i don't think they help him on the ticket like mike Pence
0: can uh, yeah help. i agree i agree with that um so on a 1 to 10 scale, where, where are you at here, that, that Governor Pence will be the VP running mate? One. Well,
1: they,
2: they put in, in uh, online today The Hill, which is a Washington, D.C. Capitol Hill newspaper called The Hill. Uh, said there's a 95% probability that it's going to be Mike Pence. Oh, wow. Now, Oh. kind of a perfect place to say, "Hey, this is my guy," and uh, and let him uh, be there to uh, to to get
1: the, the love from the hometown, you know. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I think that it's the best choice that far and away uh, that
2: Trump uh, could make. Now we know Donald Trump sometimes can be a little unpredictable.
0: Yeah, might want a okay. head here
1: striking distance. He's still polling well, mm-hmm. uh,
2: and and he he excites uh, people. So uh, I'm hopeful that uh, that he'll pick Pence and let's uh, let's figure how to how to win this thing in November and, and have a great convention.
0: You know, I, I think I think uh, Congressman, you tell me you tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I think there's about a four percent, maybe even five percent of the populists that are going to vote for him that won't admit it. In the polls, I think he, he, he's got a little cushion there.
2: You know, I, I would say that it's really hard to poll what's yeah. going to happen. Uh, and because a lot of people are mad, they're going to go into the voting booth and they're going to cast the vote for Trump. They're just not telling anybody about it. And,
1: uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, look, the, the subplot for this whole presidential election is the U.S. Supreme Court. And the oh, man.
2: in that list the 15 names so everybody could see that he was serious and it's interesting you know where he got those
1: 11 names uh, from the Federalist Society wow which is
2: as conservative and All thoughtful right. and intellectual a group as you'll ever as
0: you'll well listen. even Mark Leven, who as you know is a very 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 right wing talk show host Mark Levin he loved he loved the, the Trump uh uh, picks or, or well, potential picks for a Supreme Court. He loved great. It.
2: it was a, a, great, a great move, no doubt, yeah. for him to do that. And I, I was, uh, I, I mean, I used to be commended for making that, uh, to go ahead and throw that out there and do that. So I'm, I'm, I'm very,
1: I'm just optimistic, okay, mm-hmm. because our country deserves better than what we've had these eight years. You're not
0: lying. All right, so do you think we'll get some some more um you know, people call that's around Donald Trump. By the time the, the the convention gets here, I know Speaker Ryan's probably going to be. Uh, I'm sure he'll be there, right?
2: Well, he's in charge of the convention. Yeah,
0: he's in charge of it, so he's got to be there. Uh,
2: and he would obviously have stepped aside if Donald Trump didn't want him to do that, and uh,
1: and Donald Trump wants him to do that. He needs he needs to be there. Yeah, he does. So, uh, of course, Paul Ryan's situation is a little
2: different than it is, you know, you and me. He's got responsibilities for the entire House. And there really are probably about, I don't know, 20 or 25 House seats in the country that Donald Trump is the negative in those
1: I know. districts. And, and by Paul Ryan kind of not being so
2: standoffish, but just being out there is has given probably those members a little cover that they need.
0: Yeah, he's in a tough spot. He's in a so real tough spot. He's
2: trying to do it, I think, in the best way that he can. I at the end of
0: the day, there's no doubt that Paul Ryan is, is supporting Donald Trump. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on. Now, Hillary Clinton, um, I, I, I don't know, Congressman. When, when I was in the Navy, I had a secret clearance, and one of my jobs on board the ship was I was what they call the NWPL, which is a Naval Warfare Publications Librarian, and it was my job to police and to make sure that secret manuals, any manuals that were deemed classified, were under lock and key, and I can only sign them out to people who had the equivalence uh, cl- of, of of that clearance. So, if somebody wanted a confidential manual, they had to have at least a confidential clearance. If they had, if they wanted a secret manual, they had to have at least a secret clearance. So, it was my job to make sure that was all, you know, kept in order. If I would have been deemed extremely careless at my job as the FBI, Dean Hillary Clinton being extremely careless with her. Um, handling of classified emails, I would have been in, in violation of the UCMJ Article Five, or I believe, or 15, one of those two. At the very minimum, kicked out of the out of the Navy, and probably did some prison time. Um, okay, so,
2: yeah, at a, at a minimum, you would have been dishonorably discharged. Absolutely, minimum, very minimal, and, and very likely to have uh, faced some criminal prosecution. I, I
0: would have been before a captain's mass for hey, sure. Let's just say, you know
2: what, I don't really want to work. copy them, put them on a desk,
1: Share them with a friend on a peer-to-peer, you know, network. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, So, you know, for me, me, uh, Brad,
2: here we have somebody who intentionally tried to uh, bypass the system and what the requirements were of her own agency that she's in charge of. Exactly. I mean, it defies belief. It was so blatant. But look, nobody is above. wealth is whatever you've got nobody is above the, the law and so you know this you know he walked through what was a pretty good prosecution scenario and then at the end it's like you he you pumped know, it. the balloon and let all the air out yeah no, but we're not you know we're not going to recommend prosecution because we can't prove intent well the statute doesn't require intent exactly the statute requires intent
1: I agree. Mr. Mr. Clapper has now said he's not going to deny her
2: access uh, to those. But this, after he decided not to recommend prosecution, they're basically the Attorney General's office disclosing the file. Well, interesting, the Secretary of State's office has now reopened their investigation. And the staff they members. Had put, they had stayed in back in April to, to make sure they stayed out of the FBI's way. I don't expect they'll do anything different. But, you know, if we're going to talk Purely political here. Uh, he may have done the Republicans a favor by, by not recommending prosecution.
0: Oh, I think he—I think he threw him a bone. I think he threw all—all all kinds of ammunition for him to use.
2: If if he had recommended strongly that she be prosecuted, then the AG would have to do that, and you're going to have an enti- an indicted nominee to run for president. Uh, they would—they they, would have figured out a way from, that they would have had to. Bypass her, put
1: in Joe Biden, and mm. go forward with mm-hmm. the, the race. I, so, at the end of the day, people have a clear choice here.
2: The choice is: Are you going to vote for a, a woman who can't be trusted? We haven't even talked about the Clinton Family Foundation.
0: Yeah, that's uh, coming up right. next. Uh, next question.
2: I mean, my <laughs> gosh! In 2014 alone, they got almost I want to say 339 million dollars in contributions, or grants, or revenue that came in. And uh, you go look at Uranium One, which is a Russian country that, over the course of several years, they're, they're president of their president, that's a Russian company that now owns one-fifth of our uranium production oh my God. in the United States. Are you kidding me? And, and,
1: they, and that person gave several million dollars over several years,
2: unreported by the Clinton Foundation. That's just one example, Brad. So this is this is a pattern of being a
0: How does she maintain a security clearance after this? I mean, to be president, you have to, you have, to have a security clearance, obviously.
2: Well, if you're, if you're actually technically, if she should have to have one now. Right, of she's course. Nominee and running. Right. But once you're the commander-in-chief, you, you have the clearance. You're exempt from any requirements after that. You just have it. And uh, so it's uh, yeah. but, uh, the trust level that the American people are going to have for her is already at a pretty low, uh, yeah, it's bad, low level. And of course, the news—they've uh, done their own, own polling uh, that has shown
1: fifty-six uh, percent disagree with uh, with Comey's decision. Only thirty-five percent agreed. I mean,
2: that's twenty, a twenty-one point difference. Yep. And you know that pretty well tells you uh, that uh, she's she's got difficulties here. She can only, you know, scream so much, and the only reason that she's gotten away with this is she's, she's a Democrat, and the Democrats control the administration. So, I mean, you got a Democrat in the White House. This is what they're, they're going to do. So, what? and it was pretty well scripted out when she was making her appearances with, uh, with the President not
0: too long ago. But why, why was Bill Clinton, does anybody know why President Clinton was in Phoenix yet? But there's not one golf course that said that they had him booked. And none of the journalists in, in, in Phoenix were ticked off or knew that the a former president was coming.
1: Yeah, what a quiz.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, wow. just, yeah, I mean, look, President Clinton came to Jackson, Mississippi, not too long ago. Remember when he came stumping for? Yeah. And, I mean, everybody knew about it. All the Jackson media, everybody, you know when a, when a, when a former presidents coming to town
2: in and sit on the tarmac and nobody
1: knows you're going
0: Exactly. Uh, Unbelievable. That would ever happen, but, oh, of course not. Huh? You know,
1: but it is uh, <laughs> it's indicative of the attitude of someone thinking that they're above,
0: above law. And you can't. It just, it just doesn't work for our country. We're, we're better than that. Are you guys going to pull uh, Hillary Clinton's staff into uh, the committee before the committee?
2: look at the at her staff uh, that they have top secret
0: security uh, yeah they got it, they gotta look at
2: and there, therein lies some close advisors that if she was elected would probably be part of her national security advisor team mm-hmm. and, and they may not be able to do it because they you know mm-hmm. it is what a mess this is why we've got to stop the bleeding on this and and should not be elected
1: president based on what she's
0: done. Where are we officially at with the Clinton Foundation investigation? Is that officially in the hands of the FBI? Who's looking at it? What's, what's yeah, your name? And, uh, and I'll
1: say this,
2: I'm very, very proud of Marsha Blackburn, you who's know, from uh, Laurel, Mississippi. Well, yeah,
1: sure is. County who represents the Nashville, Tennessee area. Yeah. Uh,
2: as quickly as
1: we would like but they don't go away either and Mm -hmm. uh, so it it will continue because people are you know this is look it's a it's a pattern is what
2: it is Brad yeah and you just can't ignore it they've gotten away with stuff that wow I mean and we're talking big bucks here okay Mm mm-hmm one year alone, three hundred thirty-nine
1: billion dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. one year in twenty fourteen. I, I, I don't even know about all the other years. I just remember reading that earlier today. Mm. Uh, so this is serious.
2: This is serious business, and this is a, a massive amount of money that's, that's being you know. It's almost like a personal splurge
1: fund.
0: You know, just real quick, back on the on the FBI's decision not to recommend indictment. It's like, that sets the bar so low now. There's going to be so many defense attorneys out there that are going to use this case to get clients off for doing things equally or worse.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really
2: uh, does mean that you've just pretty well decided you're not going to prosecute anybody. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's one thing if you send a classified email somewhere. It's another when you go divert the whole system and set up something. In your closet. In your closet. <laughs> it
1: made, and, and then the
2: FBI does bypass the rules and and the law. I couldn't hear,
0: I couldn't. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like the first three quarters of the FBI of Tommy's, you know, his, uh, his his statement, I was getting. I was getting excited. I was. I was starting to lean forward in my chair, like, oh my god, they might actually indict her. And then, of course, he punted at the end of it. But when he said that they that they they feel that. It's very, very possible that enemies may have hacked into her email. I know. I'm, I'm like, are we living in the twilight zone here? This happened. This This isn't supposed to happen. To, to this know, isn't it, supposed to happen.
2: One <laughs> thing, it's one thing if they go into somebody's home, you know, a computer, and you know they get your maybe some personally uh, identifiable inter- information. It's another when you got Top secret or secret information that can be used by the enemy uh, of our country. Sure. Uh, wow. I mean, it, it's
0: it's mesmerizing. Brad, this,
2: is, this is something that just is not not right.
0: All right. So let's move on. One more topic, and I'll let you go. And I really appreciate you doing this tonight. I know you're oh, busy, I, guy.
1: Always love talking to you, Brad. Thanks.
0: For the opportunity. I, I like talking to you too. Okay, let's talk about this unbelievable, just disgusting. Act of violence against our Dallas police officers in Texas. Um, you know this. This. You know we did, we lost five police officers, um, and right away, of course, the Democrats are trying to politicize this thing, and they're talking about wanting gun legislation. Um, I mean, can we can we get the funerals done with before we do that? You know, it's like, no. what, what? Give me your thoughts on that. I, I just what you remember
1: the not Yeah.
2: And, uh, you know, that's, that's just been, uh, Rahm Emanuel was the master of that, who uh, was in the House and then served as the chief of staff for President Obama. Is If there's something that happens, you want to get mileage out of it, and, and that's what they've attempted, uh, you know, uh, to do. Look, first of all, our, our man, our hearts go out, our yeah. prayers go out to Absolutely. all of us.
0: We got some good ones here in Mississippi, man. We've got some good long talking best, here. The best. And so yep. and we're very appreciative for that. You know, at, at the end of the day, if, and this happened, too, after the uh, horrific terrorist attack
2: in Orlando. Right. It was the Democrats did their, their sit in. Look, if gun control was the answer, then Chicago would be the safest city in the United
0: yeah, States. Yeah, there's strict laws of faith.
1: They don't work because you and I are the people who obey them Right. Right. Because law-abiding citizens are going to do that. The criminals, they don't care. They're going to get it somewhere else or a terrorist is going to get it somewhere else. Or they'll build a bomb or they'll use some other uh,
2: method to kill kill folks. Uh, So it's unfortunate that really... What's been done is there has been an attempt to divide this country along race, uh, and it's created that atmosphere uh, that's, that's there that can lead
1: to this this type of situation. So, at this point,
2: uh, we just need to make sure that in our communities, law enforcement know that we're we support, and uh, and you can't let. against the policemen uh and and that's look we have a response i always taught my kids uh, to respect law enforcement to be respectful of them and appreciative of them
1: we need to be teaching that yeah
2: i agree i get it any uh any profession is going to have some bad apples i agree and you deal with those you remove them from uh, where they should be Uh, but but there's an amount of pressure put on our on our policemen and women because they're having to make spur of the moment decisions that their lives or somebody else's lives are going to depend upon and it's 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 a tough deal
1: mm-hmm. but but to be targets like they were in, in in dallas and we're still just learning stuff about the you know the, the murder there oh, no.
2: and there'll be other details come out but there's no doubt we know about orlando and san bernardino and other places terrorism. Absolutely. And why, why can't our, our president call our enemy who our enemy is? He I
0: refuses mean, to. He refuses to. It is, uh, it is, it's a, it
1: used to be that when we were at war, we knew what the borders were of a country and who the bad, mm-hmm. who the bad country was. This is a global thing now. Yep. And, and
2: there's nothing about Sharia
1: law that's compatible with American democracy. Nothing. And we need to make sure we teach
2: our kids why America is the, the greatest country in the history of this world, and uh, and not neglect to, like to show you know the, democracy,
1: capitalism is not socialism. I mean, I mean, I don't feel the burn. I'm sorry. No. And so, <laughs> Me neither. Uh, this is this is something that we've we've got a responsibility to make sure
0: that we tell tell the story of why our country is uh, so special alright last thing I got Update the folks here right here in Mississippi uh, what, what, what you got going on what are you what are you, anything any, any new projects what are you working on in Mississippi well
2: we're, we're certainly uh, working on some things you wouldn't think it'd be a, uh, that big a deal but it's different.
1: the one is we're trying to make sure that catfish inspection remains with USDA yeah uh,
2: there's a group trying to reopen the farm bill that passed in 2014 uh, and Mississippi is the number one state in the country on raising uh, farm-raised catfish, absolutely number one. And uh, so there's an attempt to open up that, where we now have a USDA catfish inspection program. And the enemies of that will reopen uh, uh, that farm bill and remove it from USDA and send it back to FDA, which barely will will examine two percent of the catfish. And and this program has worked well, and it was just. fish from china decided to turn around and go back rather than be
0: inspected by usda oh man so that that directly impacts what 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 people are getting from us
2: yeah it's a food safety issue and uh you know i think people want to have uh catfish and other foods that they
1: know were raised yeah man
2: and hollering on the House floor. Uh, That night, we came back and voted at 10.30, Wednesday night, 1.30 that morning, 2.30 that next morning. Wow. Uh, So we walked off the House floor about 3.15 on Thursday
1: morning. But while they were playing games, we passed a Zika funding bill, a veterans funding bill, and a Milcott military
2: construction bill. There you go. So we took care of
1: business while they
0: played games. You guys are working? Those guys are Playing around, you know what's funny though—the most of those that were sitting in, all—all all are gun gun owners. I found out.
1: I, I bet they may not admit it, but I <laughs>
0: <care to laughs> they are. Absolutely, man. All right, Congressman, man, I really appreciate you doing this. Always a pleasure having you on board.
1: Brad, my privilege.
2: Hope you have a great day. Thank
0: okay, you. hope hope to get you back maybe after the election. We we'll look forward to it. Okay, Thanks. take care, Bye. Congressman. Take care.